uh, big things happen. Th- things get things. Things are like you know, like good things usually happen when I go away. But the last time I went away, um, the pandemic happened, and I literally came back on Sunday, and um, and Sunday night they announced we had a meeting that Monday us. morning. Yeah, we had a meeting that Monday morning, and Sunday. Sunday night, they announced all the restaurants are going to close. And I remember Josh when he said to me while I was away, he's like, "It's like okay, you're away right now, but the world's falling apart as you're going away." That. Hey, it's Josh. I'm one of the hosts of the Restarting America podcast. And before we get started, I just want to say hello and introduce myself. Ask you that if you are listening to this, please subscribe. We get to interview lots of business owners and community leaders about how they're persevering through the coronavirus pandemic. And in this episode, we actually interviewed Jeremy Greenberg from 97Switch, a digital marketing agency in Chicago, where I actually work and where he works. And we started this podcast together and have had a great time getting to talk to business owners and community leaders about how they're moving through the coronavirus pandemic over the last few months. So like I said, please give us a subscribe in your podcast app if you can so you can hear more episodes. And if you like this episode, leave a review and share it with a friend. And that will really help us out and reach more people. So I hope you enjoy this episode of the Restarting America podcast with Jeremy Greenberg from 97Switch. Breaking news tonight, the coronavirus forcing millions more Americans into virtual lockdown. Our country wasn't built to be shut down. This is not a country that was built for this. It was not built to be shut down. America will again and soon be open for business. Uh, very soon, a lot sooner than uh, three or four months. It's a- there's a lot of anxiety. There's a lot of fear. Um, there's a lot of, you know, wondering if you're risking your life by going to work. All right, so let's get started. So, uh, Jeremy, tell me, like, what's the story about how you started your business? Um, tell me your story. Tell me the story of 97 Switch. Uh, how do we get here today? Thank you, uh, Josh, for the question. Um, I started 97 Switch in a personal uh, difficult time in my life. Um, so it feels relatable to today where everyone's going through a difficult time. Um, I started it because I was working at a hotel company and I was no longer working at that hotel company. And I had all this experience in digital marketing and websites, but I didn't have um, uh, a place to execute that work. So I started uh, um looking for jobs. And while I was looking for jobs, I also realized that I could do this for businesses as well um, as, as one-off projects and didn't have to work full time for people to make, to make them better off. Um, so I realized after a short period of time that uh, I was able to provide real value for people. Um, even if it was uh, um, for not that not for that much money, it was able to provide real value and, and happiness. And and I realized after a while, like I could do this for a bunch of businesses, and um, that allowed me the ability to to start going all in at that idea. And um, over time, I started working with with more and more businesses, and then being able to build trust with people. And uh, by doing that, um, it's allowed me the the wonderful pleasure of being able to work with some really great people. And um, uh, I feel really lucky to have worked with the people internally that I have um, today. I'm very lucky to work with Josh and Lauren. Um, thank you, Josh. And uh, I mean, also been lucky to work with the 
the contractors in the past that helped me build my business um, as well. And, and, and the, there's dozens or hundreds of people, I mean, probably hundreds of people I've worked with um, on the partner side of the other businesses. And I feel very lucky for all those people too. Um, so um, thinking about uh, how we've navigated to the point we are today is we are a business that have helped um, that have helped a lot of businesses out. And now we're at this period where we are still managing websites and doing marketing service for people, but um, we happen to work with a lot of hotels and restaurants and that's a significant part of our business. And hotels and restaurants right now are, are having a hard time. Um, restaurants are just starting to open. Phase three in Chicago uh, started today. And um, uh, some of the restaurants we work with are considering what it looks like to open. Some are not able to open. We've also, um, we work with a hotel in downtown Chicago, the Wit, that is, was very badly uh, beaten up on uh, Saturday of last weekend. And that's a hotel that I have a lot, years and years of experience uh, working with and, um, and have a very personal connection there. And because of that, um, it's, uh, it's been interesting to, to feel the impacts of how the city of Chicago is, is dealing with COVID, how the, how the protests and the looting are directly impacting our business. Um, and we're, we're trying to navigate that. So we're trying to figure out um, how can we be there for the businesses that have helped us grow for all these years? It's been almost seven years now. Um, how can we, how can we continue to be there for when they're ready to come back? Like, I do believe people will want to go to restaurants one day. I do believe people will need to go to hotels. They already are going to hotels again. It just, and it's building up. Um, so it's a matter of being there for when, it, when, uh, when that time is. So, um, the position that I'm, I feel faced now with is um, how can we keep ourselves as strong as possible for when that what for, for the phases that people will be able to recover together so uh, the way that we're internally doing it is we are uh, working on ourselves we're starting with within we're starting with me starting with Josh starting with Lauren of, of executing the best we can for the clients that we're currently working with and then also helping up build our, our company so um, we're doing our best to talk to different leads and talk to um, and build our new website and and uh, and learn as much as we can about digital marketing and websites. Um, just trying to take the opportunity to build the base as big as possible. Yeah, you've already kind of started to touch on it a little bit, but the reason really we're talking today is because of the pandemic, the pandemics that we're going through right now. And you kind of already started to touch on it, but can you go into a little bit more about how the current environment, coronavirus? Uh, race, race riots, how has this impacted your business over the last few months, over the last few weeks, um, days, like how has it impacted your business and uh, what, like, what are you doing to respond? You mentioned a few things already, but maybe- Yeah, you can so I'll start there. off at the beginning of the pandemic. Um, uh, I was actually away, I rarely go away on vacation. Uh, Josh uh, jokes when I go away. Um, uh, Big things happen. Things get things. Things are like you know, like good things usually happen when I go away. But the last time I went away, um, 
the pandemic happened and I literally came back on Sunday and, um, and Sunday night they announced. We had a meeting that Monday morning. Yeah. We had a meeting that Monday morning and Sunday, Sunday night, they announced all the restaurants are going to close. And I remember Josh, when he said to me while I was away, he's like, it's like, okay, you're away right now, but the world's falling apart as you're going to wait that Friday. And I was, I, um, I, I, and that was a statement that I'll always remember. And, um, uh, I didn't know what that meant at the time. And um, I remember coming back on Sunday and feeling like we still provide very valuable services for, for hotels. They're still going to want to work with us. Um, and they, and they have wanted to work with us, but I didn't understand the impacts um, of, of how badly they were going to get beaten. And because initially they thought about the lockdown going uh, for two weeks um, through March 31st. So we were planning on, uh, it was March like 16th at the time. And we were planning on getting everything going again, March 3rd, like April 1st. Um, today is June 5th. So um, it's a very different world than we thought of being able to open again uh, at the timeline initially. So, um, but then quickly we realized um, that even if some of the economy opened up again, uh, the hotels that we were working with were really, really beating up and pretty fast. Um, we, we, we agreed to significantly reducing our services for the businesses that, um, that didn't need the marketing support. Um, we kept the websites up, but we, we were, we were able to reduce uh, a lot of different marketing services. Um, and we, we also did that to the restaurants and some other location based businesses that were really the most badly impacted. And that, and within like two weeks, we lost about 50%, 57% of our recurring revenue. And for most businesses, 57% of revenue is a significant amount. Um, uh, it's hard to imagine any business that isn't impacted by that big of a drop. Um, and uh, what, what we started doing um, was we, we said, okay, we have two weeks, so we're going to work on we're building our new website. So we started building our new website. We focus a lot of energy there. And I'm really proud of, um, proud of you, Josh. I'm proud of Lauren, um, of how we came together and built a beautiful new website. Um, and it took us a little longer than we expected, but we, we, started, we started navigating that path. I think we launched it sometime in the middle of April. Um, so you, then, this is, you, you have a digital marketing, so you build websites for other people, you know, like why I build a website during this time, like, what was it like for you? Like, what were the things you were thinking about as you were building a website? Well, so I, one of the things, Josh, that we talked about back in December, I remember we having like, we had one day to ourselves. Um, it was like around the holiday time and we brought Christmas time sometimes on Christmas time. And we, and uh, being, we're both Jewish. Like we, um, we, we weren't, we weren't following the same rules as most society. So we went to the office. And like we normally do, and um, or we used to do, and we build up all the things you want to do for the year in the terms of marketing, and we had all this big agenda, and and it was it was really it was really cool to see like we always said to ourselves we don't have time to brainstorm these kind of things, and and then we went through the year, got to beginning of January, and we realized how difficult those agenda items were for us to execute we had a lot of things including the website that we wanted to build but we were working so hard on client services that we weren't able to tackle 
a lot of the items like building a new website. So initially, to be honest, I felt like it was a gift to have this time because I felt that um, uh, we had the ability to tackle some of these like uh, things that I've wanted to tackle for months now and we just didn't have time for it. Um, and uh, uh, so my head was like, okay, this is what we're doing now. And um, the like, website's a way we're going to move ourselves forward. We built the last time we really did a big overhaul to the website was, was Josh one used two started. years ago. Yeah. yeah. So like a little over two years ago. More than two years ago now. And, um, and websites today, like they should be updated uh, pretty frequently. Um, and if, for a website business, for a digital marketing business, we want to tell our story the best as we can. And it's really important that uh, we, we are showing the trends that are go, going on on websites and digital marketing. So the best way to, to, to do that is start with ourselves. And um, I thought that was really valuable. And I, again, I'm, I'm really proud of, of how we went about doing that. We first launched the website and then we also talked about part of the marketing plan was developing case studies. So then after the website was done, we started building out the case studies um, for the, the business that we've worked with. So, um, and, and since, since those points, we started building more content and, and uh, Lauren has done a great job with uh, being able to write a lot of different content for us. So, um, that, so back to your initial question, like why were we doing that is really because like, this is things we've wanted to do for a while. Um, and, uh, um, and uh, then, then we started to realize, okay, while this is going on, we also thought that hotels were going to uh, reopen sooner. So we thought maybe we can get back some new hotels that are going, that maybe are not, are not uh, that they could use an agency like us that is being nimble to them based on their, their current needs. And then we realized like hotels are just buckling down and trying to get through these times and paying the bare bone, bare bones. So we're going to start focusing on what we can control. Um, so we, we started uh, again, looking at listings online and making sure we're listed as many places as we can. Um, trying to bring in leads as as well as we can, and and, and a lot you of you say has, listings online. What do you what do you mean listings online exactly? So people oftentimes look for um, agencies in Chicago or top digital marketing agencies in Chicago on Google, and uh, there's a bunch of websites that pop up, and we want to make sure that we are on all of those websites. So each website has its own like um, it, it has its own reason of why it pops up for digital marketing companies in Chicago. And they're usually their list, their list of a bunch of different companies. Um, one of the lists that we're really uh, very fortunate to be on is called clutch and they're like the top agency review site. And there's like over a thousand clutch uh, companies and we're in the top 10 of all, of all their Chicago based lists. So uh, we feel very fortunate about that. Um, and we just recognize that we could t take that existing, um, uh, existing thing that we're really good at and try to apply it to a bunch of other places online. So when people are searching in a variety of different ways, like we'll pop up and uh, we believe that what we do is really valuable and good for people. So the more people that we talk to uh, about it, we think that just it, it uh, is more likely to work out for us. So that's been our plan to try to be in front of the right people when they're looking for it. Um, so I guess moving forward um, in terms of the pandemic, um, it's been kind of a wild ride to see uh, how the economy has not um, 
as, as in a lot of ways it's gotten um, people have gotten more anxious. Um, it's interesting to see how unemployment is uh, is 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 uh, how how high it's gotten and how the unemployment benefits have made people want to stay home, not working for safety reasons and for just making more money because they're making six hundred dollars more per week. Um, so uh, it's forced hotels to not be able to hire people back as quickly um, and restaurants during the time when you would think people would want work, but they actually don't because the, the government stimulus is telling them that they should not go back to work. Um, so I, part of it was trying to understand how to help businesses there. But then like one of the things that I've been probably most afraid of during this period is how mentally unstable people will get um, as, as the lockdown persists and do people have the economic stability to ride out, uh, however long this wave goes and how many months do people have initially it was, the lockdown started and pe people were saying they weren't able to pay April 1st rent. And that was two weeks in. And then when May 1st came about, I was like, Oh wow. Like, how are we going to do that? And, um, and, and then, uh, now and I think about why a lot of the riots, like, and I, I, I think about the looting and I think the 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 protests um, are very um, are very uh, meaningful right now um, with everything that's going on around George Floyd and um, how um, I mean the racism that's not it's not even like uh, it's hard for me to comprehend how much built up racism is in society. And, um, uh, and it's very scary and it's rightful to want to, to have these very big protests. Um, but I, I, I wonder how much um, the looting is also associated with the protest. Um, and, uh, and because um, people are so much energy and so much angst right now with financial instability, with, um, uh, um, with with uh, with this not having something to do with being unemployed most of the time, having a lot of time to think about how angry you are. Um, that probably and and also with rent being coming up in the end of uh, June first. So I imagine people were just like fed up with it, and at the end of May they're like, we're gonna make we're gonna wreak havoc. Um, so like the it seems like that's why to me like it for the combination of, of also being locked up for a couple of months with COVID-19, um, they, uh, people took out a lot of aggression and like, I, that's why I think potentially the wit was a very good place for them to kind of make a loud statement to start the loud statement. And then I, it's really sad to see how, um, so many businesses all over the city have been, uh, badly beaten up and, um, I really hope that uh, they'll be able to get through this because um, I, I, I wonder um, if, the, if the looters are really part of the protests that are going on and um, if they are, are they realizing like who are they really mad at and are they putting their energy towards the right, the right way? And maybe they are, um, maybe they're not. Um, so, uh, it's something that we, I guess, as a society, will have to kind of pay for. Um, so that's kind of how I'm trying to think about it. How can we move forward given to what has already happened? And yeah. uh, I really hope society stabilizes so people can learn how to move forward. Because I feel like at each interval of when things get, when, when um, 
when the lockdown continues. Initially, we thought May 31st, then we thought April 7th that it would be done. And then we was hoping the end of April, and then we heard the end of May. And now it's June and phase three is kind of opening, but in Chicago, it's, it's very, very bleak what it looks like. And um, uh, at each stage, we're wondering when is it actually gonna happen? When are we allowed to uh, live our lives again? And I'm hopeful that um, as a society, the next stage will be better. We will feel that we'll feel like it's time to actually get out of our houses and want to be part of society again and start living our lives. Um, and uh, I know a lot of it is dedicated towards testing, which is a lot outside of so many people's control. Yeah. I mean, what you're describing, like March pandemic shutdowns, you know, like coming like literally off of a, a, a not frequent vacation or like coming off of like a vacation, coming back to this kind of society. I remember we had a meeting Monday morning and we were planning to go into the office that day, like literally like hour by hour, like things kind of changing of like how we were perceiving. Even I remember you were coming from where you were coming from. There were a lot of cases coming out of the area you were coming from. And so when yeah. we're both, oh, of course we're going to see each other. We see each other every day in the office, but to, we're not going to see each other, you know, yeah. and then coming, you know, past the periods, you know, thinking about the PPP funding and we could maybe get into that a little bit later um, to now like George Floyd being killed on, you know, and being that being publicized everywhere and people really feeling that to like, you know, last week, today's Friday, last week, you know, feeling like literally like the protests and then the rioting in Chicago and all over the country, um, yeah. you know, and coming into the next weekend. One of the things you mentioned the wit and the wits in downtown and our offices in river North, you know, not far yeah. from there. Um, you know, being like, you know, we're, we're young people, you know, like, uh, we live and work kind of in the, the you know, the downtown area. Like I, I know that you've been away, you've been away for a few weeks. Um, what are your thoughts um, about being downtown again and about uh, doing business downtown and in the city? I think, um, Right now, it's not a good time to do any business in the city. I think people in the city are going to be locked up for a while. And um, it's sad. It's, it's like, it feels like a ghost town, it seems like. And I'm going back to Chicago tomorrow. And um, I am, I'm hopeful that, uh, um, like, uh, one of the things I'm concerned about is when the ramps will open up and when they'll close down for getting back into my apartment. I live right off a big, ex like, big, uh, highway exit, and I'm hopeful that the highway exit will be open um, uh, because the highway exits are are cl are closing at past 9 p.m. at night to to protect from more looting that's going on and keep people who live in those areas safe, which makes a lot of sense to me. Um, so I'm going to try to do my best to get back before um, before the exits possibly close. So. Um, and I'm hopeful that those exits will open again one day. So uh, I, I think um, I'm hopeful that we've seen the bottom. Um, uh, I'm hopeful this is the bottom of what this mess looks like. Um, and uh, if it is the bottom, um, trying to figure out, well, okay, when are we gonna rebuild? Um, because I do believe, again, the city of Chicago will rise. The people in Chicago are super, are super strong. The resiliency is incredible. And um, I think the way, um, like the way the Midwestern values contributes to Chicago and, and the way people help each other and relative to other big cities um, is really, really wonderful. And um, 
And I, and that's why we've been built, we, we built our company in 97 switch in Chicago, because it's been a really great place to do work. Um, uh, so, uh, I imagine that Chicago will have its day again, but for the short term, uh, I, 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 I hope that the city, um, will, will, will just be able to stabilize a little bit. And I don't know what that looks like. And yeah, while, while, while there's so much fear and while like they're closing down things outside of our control, like, so like, uh, it's hard. It's a really hard reality. As this has gone on for a couple months, you know, kind of looking back to March, like, what do you think the biggest challenge during all of this has been? Um, that's a good question. Uh, the mental stamina probably um yeah uh i i like to think i have a lot of stamina i know josh you have a lot of stamina um we're both runners um and uh this is this has been the um when you think like i i've run a couple of marathons before and when you're running a marathon it you start off with a lot of energy and like the beginning of this we had a lot of energy to, to create the new website. Um, we had a lot of webs like ability to start doing things, and but we knew we were, we were like we. If you think about a marathon, which is a little different, is you know the ending. Um, this has felt like we were going to run a marathon, but then uh, every time we got to the end or we got close to the end of the marathon, they've ex they extended it twice as far or four times as far, and um, that was a really hard thing to to understand, um, like. Well, usually when I run a marathon, I'm like, I'm dead tired afterwards. Um, I'm ready to go rest. I'm ready to, for, for, to start recovering. Um, and right now, like, uh, I, I've had to realize that I was sprinting initially and the first couple of weeks were sprinting and I probably went out, maybe, um, we went out as fast as we thought we should have gone out. And, uh, now we're at the point where, um, we need to, uh, start running like we could run forever, like running across the country. And that's really how um, we've taken this from running just a, a, a race like it's running uh, one marathon to feeling like you're like, one of the goals I have in life is to run across the country. And this, in some ways, it feels like you're running across the country because of how long this is. And you don't really, you don't, it's like when you're going that far, you don't really see the end, but you know the end is going to come eventually. And um, that's uh, um, the, the the mental stability of knowing that the end will come is gonna is 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 is, is everything because um, you gotta you gotta be sure of it and I think um, uh, uh, knowing that I like I am capable and I knowing that Josh is very your Josh you're very very capable and Lauren's very capable has also provided a lot of strength, uh, mental strength and knowing that we're not running this together. And, um, uh, I like, I love having the, th the three of us running this together. Um, I think we're definitely stronger. Um, I know society is running with us, um, as well. It just, we we're like, we're like one unit who's running this race. Um, and hoping we're going to run it. Uh, we're running it as well as, as we can. And, uh, we're not, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to have so much more energy on the other side of this thing. 
Mind if I stick with the running metaphor for a minute? Sure, go ahead. I just, uh, just like, kind of like some personal response. You know, it's like when you're running the race and someone like says to you at like, I don't know, like mile 20 or something, like, you're almost done. You're almost there. And like, you know, in your head, like, no, I'm not. Like, you know, it's like, I've got like, like, you don't understand what almost there is. And I think yeah, you talk exactly. about like going out and sprinting. Like we thought we were going to go for two weeks, you know, like, okay, two weeks is going to be crazy. It's going to end. Right. Yeah. And then like, and again, like that was, it's June, it's June. You know, that was March. This is June. And uh, this feeling, I mean, I think we've had this like kind of feeling then of like, oh, you're almost there. You're almost there. And like, we, you have to stay strong and keep going during that feeling. And I think also staying positive. I think like, the mental fit of like, you know, sometimes when someone tells you you're almost there, you want to stop and be like, you don't even understand what this is. You have not considered what's happening in this moment. You're just standing there. And uh <laughs> But there is also another element, you know, where people say like the hardest thing about run, like the, what's harder than running a marathon is like watching a marathon, you know? And so I think it's also like, you know, we're on one level in it and we're on one level, we stand to the side of it and watch it happen yeah. too. And, uh, That's a very good that, point. like when you talk about that mental challenge, I think it's like, it's a long time to just stand and watch, you know? And it's like, uh, it's a long time to just stand and watch and see what happens. I mean, um, when you're standing and watching, you also want to be, again, a marathon analogy, like you want to be doing your best to cheer to cheer the situation on and that's kind of how we're in maybe right now we're like yeah we're, we're cheering and we're running at the same time um you run around this you run around the city in the chicago marathon trying to catch people at multiple spots you know it's yeah. like we're going to intersect we're going to we're going to run past the same spot multiple times during this time and i feel like yeah. we've, we've done that we've been doing that one of the things that i uh, i think about this a little bit further is when you run a marathon like the hope is that you you've you've you you've taken something away from it in more than just the medal there's like this feeling of like a lot of a lot of things that you reason why you run a marathon you do it for charity to, to bring people you do it for yourself to know you've accomplished something you do it to see people you do it to get fit like you do it for a lot of different reasons um and uh uh i i i uh, my 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 reaction is towards this is like we're we're hopefully we're gonna we're gonna be stronger on the other side and you know, like like a marathon you are stronger on the other side you just got to make it to the end and um uh we're kind of forced to do this thing and um and i also like the other side on top of it like one of the things i've had to grapple with too is like and you're done with the marathon like you are a different person at the end of it. If you just run one marathon, you will know the next time you consider running a marathon, I can do this. I've done it. And um, I think the whole world is going to need to under, is, is understanding uh, for sure that the world is going to be a different place when this is all done. And um, that idea that we will all be different and the resources are going to be different and um, our bodies are changing, our minds are changing, just like after you're in a marathon, you're beating up, like, there's things that you can't do anymore, or you think you can do because of it. And uh, uh, that, that, that's what I'm, I'm curious on. And that's what I've spent my time thinking about of how is 97 switch going to change? How am I going to change? Um, and uh, that's really the most important part. And I, I feel lucky that we are in a field that allows for a lot of work to be done online right now um, because even if we're even if we're doing less of it than we did in the past like we're still doing stuff and that that's been also mental stability too
Yeah. One more thing with the run. Do you ever read Born to Run? It's a book. I gotta watch. I gotta read it. It's a good one. So one part of the book, they 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 essentially they chase down an animal, right? So it's like, what? Who are better runners, humans or animals? And you could imagine, like you know, like think of lions, zebras, yeah. gazelles, you know, like these, like cheetahs. Like there are these animals that like, we look to as like the fastest beings, you know, um, or like strong packs and things. But the the humans, humans go I think longer. We, humans go longer. We're uniquely, you know, the fact that we sweat, you know, the fact that like how we breathe, how we sweat, like our bodies work in certain ways. That you know, your dog Coco, your dog, like like at a certain point will collapse. Like if he is overworked and overheated, yeah. he will just collapse because all he can do is you know, he could just yeah. breathe to cool down. And uh, something I think is interesting, like, as you were talking about, this is like how 97 switch works together. And then how like, it's an agency, like it's the partners, everyone, we work together. And one of the things they did in the book is they were, I don't know if they were chasing gazelles or it was some kind of animal. And they chased it down. They essentially, they essentially killed the, or I don't think that the animal died, but the animal had collapsed at a certain point because the humans were running in a pack and they were chasing the animal and the idea is like the humans, like one person could chase for a while. And then when that one person got tired, they go back in the pack and another human goes out. And like they, you know, they, they follow these kind of things. And I think that we're doing that, you know, right now together. And yeah. I think that like, we're like, like internally with 97 switch, like we're pushing out in certain times and like, but keeping the path going. Like if someone needs a rest, if there's an opportunity and like, we're also doing that for our clients. I think when you talked about in the beginning of, you know, right at the beginning, like letting a lot of people like come into the pack and rest, you know, like, yeah. uh, you know, you talk about the, the hotels and the restaurants, location-based, the location-based businesses, like they were not like able to lead in that moment. And so they came back into the pack, but like, we did not leave them behind, you know, we, yeah. we keep them in the pack. And I think it's a really strong thing. And I think you should read that book. It's a good book. Um, read that book. <laughs> and, uh, but I think, but I think that, like it ties back into like a lot of um, kind of how it is. And it would kind of went into my next question of like, what inspires you? And I think with your description of, you know, that we are going to come out of this better and survived and yeah. changed in ways that we don't even know yet. Um, you know, that is a, it's a hopeful idea. I think to me, it's inspiring. You know, I, I, mean, I don't one, exactly know what it looks one like. One of the things that I, I saw during this when Warren Buffett talked about it in his share, like on his Berkshire Hathaway, um, like quarterly uh, shareholder meeting. And he was look, he looked like he didn't get a haircut in a while. Like the last of society, even Warren Buffett can't get a haircut. Um, and uh, uh, he was saying he wasn't sure on investing right now and, and uh, how to invest. Uh, but the one thing he did say, which I really liked is, if he's going to bet on anything, he's going to bet on America. And um, that idea that America will figure this out, the collectively as a, as a group, we will all come together and figure this out. Like, I, I agree. I agree with him. Like, you have, uh, America has constantly gone after, uh, can accomplish really, really tough challenges. And this is, a, this is the next big challenge America is facing right now. And uh, I'm, I'm going to bet on it. I'm betting on it, too. Um, I think the people who are betting on um, America rebuilding itself are the ones that will have a, have a much better shot of, of, uh, of great strong on the other side. There's no reason not to. There's, um, you have to bet on it because uh, it's everything. And you got to do your part to, to not just bet on it, but uh, the way you bet on it is with your time and your resources to 
to allow it to happen. And uh, um, I remember the first day Josh, you started, um, I received a text um, uh, from a bunch of a bunch of people, but I um, got a text like, and it reminded me like, uh, working with other people more than myself, but I was working as a one man shot with some connectors on the side. And, and then I felt a, a different level of appreciation for the American economy when you came to work with me, uh, because it was, it was, it was doing more than just for myself at this point. And now like I, I, it's very meaningful to me that, um, the work that, that I'm doing is also work that really matters to you, that really matters to Lauren. And, and uh, as it's always mattered to our clients, but um, it, it really feels like we are completely part of the U.S. economy right now. And I know you, t you addressed those PPP um, thing earlier. It just, we're part of it. We're, we're, we're in the middle of this, of this sweeping thing like everybody is. Something kind of interesting that I don't think we've hit on that much is like the, the small business aspect, right? Like we talked a little bit about business, but like uh, 97 switch in particular is a small business. Right. Yeah. And uh, you know, like we're seeing the, we've, we've in a kind of crazy way, we've already seen the economy, the stock market recover and uh, in really interesting ways. And we've seen support for some small businesses. And I guess, the question is like, as a small business, like how do you feel like in general as like a small business owner right now? And like work in that and like, like what does that mean to you to be a small business owner? Well, it, it's, uh, it's a tremendous, um, uh, it's a tremendous opportunity in all senses of it. Um, uh, when I think, I, I don't think about this day to day, um, when you think you're asking me the question, I, I feel a tremendous sense of pride about it. Um, and uh, I feel very grateful to be part of it. Um, and uh, I mean, a, a, this, this whole pandemic has also kind of highlighted um, the value of small businesses because like 50% of the U.S. economy is driven by small businesses. 50% of people employed are working at small businesses. And uh, that's why the PPP funding went out because uh, they want small businesses to survive. And um, being part of that like 50% is like a powerful number. And, and I, I know the stock market has recovered, but those are largely big businesses. And big businesses have the infrastructure that a lot of consumers need to deal with their um, Need, need to deal with them um, right now. And they're paying, they're still paying their, their basic necessity bills, which a lot of big businesses cover. Um, small businesses though need to survive for the big businesses to eventually get back to where they are. Um, not necessarily all the small businesses that um, were around before need to survive, but enough of them do need to survive to, so eventually the economy can, um, can be a full economy and, and it has to. Um, so as a small business, I think um, we, we need to be nimble. And uh, um, I, I've kind of taken the cues from that idea um, and everything that we do of, of, of trying to be nimble and trying to be, trying to just get to the other side of this thing because um, that's, uh, and at, 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 as we get to the other side, I'm hoping that we will have the opportunity to hopefully get a become a bigger imprint than what we were before, because um, I really believe that we're doing everything that um, 
is right right now and you you do everything that's right um and you work hard and you put your head down um i i've seen it um, my whole life good things happen and when you don't put your head down you don't do things right like sometimes good things happen sometimes they don't but uh if you do enough good things um it seems to be part of it and, and as a small business i i i kind of feel like we're playing uh blackjack or playing poker where texas hold'em style where we have pocket aces right now and we're waiting for the flop we just need it we, we don't really care what the flop looks like but we need a flop to happen and we know you know in poker that flops do happen and like um uh my, my gut is saying uh, uh, the flop will happen and and uh we're trying to build um we're trying to just be, get there when, for when it does if you could go back to January or February, even March, like knowing what you know now, like what would, what would you tell yourself? What would you do? What would you do differently? If anything, uh, what, what would that, what would that mean for you to go back in time that you just even a short period? Um, I mean, I, I would love to say that I would have started a business that would have done well during this period. I would have, sold hand sanitizer or whatever, but like, it's not, uh, uh, it's not necessarily the point. Like you, I couldn't have known, um, that I would need of hand, I would need hand sanitizer. I could have known to short the stock market in the way that it hit. Like is, I couldn't really have done that. Um, I, I, I don't, I, I don't really, uh, know I would have done too much differently before because before like, and, and Josh, you've seen this out of me every day. Like I, I really felt lucky every single day to be doing what I was doing before. Like there was, I, it was really hard to have a bad day at the office because it was just like, it was so much fun. Like my girlfriend always says to me, like, she doesn't know anyone else who has more fun with their work day than me. And uh, like, I, 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 it's really difficult to like imagine wanting to do anything differently because we were having the time of our lives and uh, we still are. Um, uh, so, um, uh, I think we were working really hard before and I reflect back to like we, in January, February and March, we really wanted to hire somebody new and, um, uh, we were ready to hire somebody new. That was part of the plan. It was part of the plan. And we were working really hard to hire somebody new. Um, we were, we spent a lot of time interviewing people and we found some good people we'd like to, we were getting close to the finish line. Um, but then this whole thing kind of struck. Um, so I, I think, uh, if we hired, we had hired someone right before this, that would have been really difficult. Um, yeah, I think we had a final interview planned for that week that you, the first yeah, week of the we lockdown did. and we, 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 have... we postponed it and we kind of postponed it and we let them know that, yeah. that the message was kind of until all of this ends, like we really won't know anything. And yeah. again, June, and we still don't know exactly. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, I mean, I'm happy we didn't make, um, some of the bigger moves that we were thinking about. Um, hiring somebody for us is a big deal. I mean, we're, we have contractors, but we're three full-time people. Adding a fourth person to our team is a lot. Um, yeah. And uh, um, uh, we, uh, I, I, I don't know, I think I was playing it pretty conservative before, but now that I look back on it, um, I'm happy I played it conservative because we needed it. We needed, it, it allowed it allowed us to um, 
to do what's right during this period by, um, by being okay with a 57% drop in revenue. Um, it's, it's given us stability to say, we're going we're gonna to stare this in, in the face and be like, we're going to come out of it. We're going to be financially okay. When you think about the next month, the next quarter, the next year, like what, what do you think about? Like, what do you, what do you visualize? Um, I vi visualize that uh, we will be completely part of the growing um, of the rebirth of the economy. We will feel it on every level. Um, as a little bit of growth happens, we will feel that. We will get some benefit from a little bit of growth. We work with so, so many businesses that it, it will be impossible for us not to feel at every level of when the economy recovers. Um, uh, I, uh, I, I, in terms of timeline, in terms of the next month or a couple of months or remaining year, like, I don't know. I don't know how long this will take. Um, but I, 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 um, I, I'm, I'm envisioning doing things that are productive um, the whole time. And uh, that's, really uh um that's really the goal to do things that are productive that we know that will work on the long term and uh i mean one of the things that we did is we, we started this podcast um that's another element of what we're trying to do and we know that people um telling people stories right now is gonna be a powerful place um so and uh i mean i feel grateful that bill tell this story and i hope that this story will be beneficial to other other business owners and other just people in businesses, um, other people working, uh, people not working. Um, because uh, if they, if, uh, if, I mean, everyone is, knows we're all in this together, but um, if you get any idea sharing from other people, um, one nugget of an idea can take you all kinds of crazy, great ways. Is there anything else you wanna kind of leave us some last words of uh, thoughts or advice or advice to yourself or to others that you wanna leave us with today? Um, and I really believe uh, the people who stay the strongest will be able to um, uh, have some really great rewards on their side of this thing. And um, uh, my recommendation is, uh, given to myself, is hold on and uh, strap in and enjoy the ride because this is a ride that we will tell ourselves for the rest. We will tell stories about this for a long time. And, uh, and I, I look forward to the day when Josh and I were, were going to be joking about these, these moments. And um, this is part of our, our montage, our journey, and um, uh, try to look at it that way. Um, uh, I, I was thinking about um, uh, how Brad Pitt played Dr. Fauci. And he was saying when he was uh, when he was commenting about on SNL. on SNL when he was commenting about how Trump was saying uh, uh, he thinks the vaccine will be happen relatively soon. And then Brad Pitt's like, if you consider in the history of humanity, relatively soon uh, is uh, um, 
is uh, <laughs> is uh, a year and a half. Like, yeah, that's relatively soon. But if you if you tell a friend that you're going to be over relatively soon, you <laughs> a year and a half later, they'll be relatively pissed off. And and like that's kind of how I feel about it. Like, if you think about the history of your life, like let's say this goes on for a year and a half, like it's it's it is relatively a small period but a very impactful yeah. period and uh, uh that's kind of the way that i'm thinking about this if, if we can step really far back and say the whole history of your life like then it's a lot easier to comprehend and um uh that's kind of how uh i'm trying to view it and as donald trump said it's gonna be done relatively soon if you can if you can step really really far back uh, and have a different perception of what relatively soon is, um, yeah. it'll be really good. Thanks for listening to the first episode of the Restarting America podcast. Make sure to subscribe and tell your friends. Send us a note if you have something to say or if you have someone that you think that we should talk to or you are someone that we should be talking to. And be safe, everyone. We'll see you next time. <laughs>